And hello, everyone. Over the hump day. Yes, over the hump day for another edition of Butcher on Sports. Simply Butcher's here. And as always, thanks for tuning in. Boy, I love it when I say that there. And I'm really sincere. Thanks for tuning in here and tell your friends and anybody else to listen to Butcher on Sports. It's a, it's a cat <laughs> or something I can call it here. Let's get to some sports news. You can't get enough of it. We got uh, much of it tonight here. Let's start off by getting this bulletin out to you. Jim Harbaugh has made his decision. The Michigan head coach is heading back to the NFL. Yes, he is, boys and girls. He'll become the head coach of the Los Angeles Chargers. The team announced that Wednesday. From what we're understanding right now, he has a five-year contract with the Chargers. Money uh, and how much he's getting has not been really put out there and probably never will. A lot of people will be guessing, but they'll never get it right here. Plus, you've got to move your children, your kids, and everybody else from one place to another. So the important thing is now that Jim Harbaugh is no longer the coach of the University of Michigan. After being suspended the first three and suspended the last three, However, persevering that, and finally, after three appearances in the NCAA playoffs, which is, I call, crazy, he finally won one. He won the final game uh, against Washington, uh, yes, taking out the NCAA Division I championship in football, D1, yes. After all of that and accomplishing something and being able to sit at the big table with his daddy and his brother, John, he decided to take on a role that he has unfinished business with. And that is, yes, the NFL. He took the San Francisco 49ers, which was a bad team when he got in, and improved that team very, very big there until he had an 8-8 eight and eight season, and that's when he decided to go back to Michigan after disagreements with San Francisco. Well, he stayed at Michigan for you know how many years until he finally won a national championship, and now he's back in the NFL. Again, we're going to hear a whole heck of a lot of stories and falsehoods and truth, but the bottom line is Harbaugh is no longer the coach of the University of Michigan. We'll look forward to seeing a new coach being appointed and all the good stuff there. Ah, let's move on there. It'll be the number one seeds against the number three seeds in Championship Sunday. Yes, the pitting our best two teams in the last two months against the defending championship of Chiefs and the darling Detroit Lions, who have more than proven this worth at this stage. Yes, they have. And then some here. Used to be the laughing stop of of the NFL, now the Lions are the most respected team in the NFL. Some are calling it the Americans team. You can call it what you want. I call them the home team that's finally winning some games and getting respectability. They have not been in a championship since the uh, long, long time ago here. And it's proven and to have some worth to it. Let's talk about Kansas City and the Ravens first. <clears throat> That should be a pretty good doggone game. Everybody, the Ravens is uh, is favored in that game, but Kansas City, not. I don't think it's going to let them go ahead on and just beat the slop out of them. 
It's going to be raining in Baltimore, so we have been told. So that's going to be a sloppy field. And whoever can persevere from that sloppy field and hold on to the ball the most is going to win that game and go on to the Super Bowl indoors in Las Vegas. And how about the Lions and the 49ers there? Uh, Sunday before when the Green Bay Packers and the 49ers were playing, it was a lot of rain and then some which has moved in our neck of the woods here in the state of Michigan and the Midwest, now moving toward the east. And, yes, Baltimore is getting that. <clears throat> however, however, it's been predicted to be sunny and mild and 74 degrees for this championship game. So weather will not be a factor. What will be a factor is, is the team that makes the less mistakes will probably win the game. The Lions' defense must be stellar, and that's including its defensive backs that right now uh, San Francisco got a lot of weapons, and then some. Just as much as the Detroit Lions have to use their weapons, and then some. Defense have to be on tap with basically having a decent defensive rush on the quarterback when he decides to run the ball, but you got McCaffrey back there who is a doggone Grade A running back that can do some damage to any team that he runs against. And, yes, they throw the ball to. Lions, on the other hand, have two stellar, two stellar running backs in Gibbs and Montgomery. They have some pretty doggone good receivers. You name them, I can claim them. And a very good tight end who's made a lot of headway here. However, is he 100%? I don't think so. But uh, we'll see how that particular game goes on there as they sign Zach Irk. Yes, uh, tight end with some NFL experience and, yes, uh, has been in some all-star games for the NFL uh, as a backup in case Laporta gets hurt or not be able to continue at full strength. Again, defense is going to be the key in this particular game. Good offenses on all, both teams. I've said enough. Wait to Sunday, 6.30 on Fox. That'll be the time to sit back, take a, have a break, take a prayer, get your beverages out, your popcorn, your peanuts, candy-coated snacks, and enjoy the NFL. And hopefully, if you're a home teamer like me, you root for the Lions. By the way, it's going to be a good doggone game for both particular games, I think, here. Who's headed to the Super Bowl? Las Vegas. Oh, well. Here we go. Clutch. Yes, Jared Goff, you got to have an answer. You got to hold on to the ball and don't give it away. In the meanwhile, while I'm talking, the Detroit Lions watch party at Ford Field on Sunday, the NFC Championship game that you get to watch and see, and probably the Baltimore game too, they'll open the gates a little bit early. Those tickets are gone in a handful of hours there. In the lower bowl, that's where they were selling the tickets, so they have not made any preparation for the upper bowl to be opened up, and I'm quite sure if they do, you listen, please listen to your radio station or give the Lions ticket office a call and see if they open that upper bowl 
and have tickets available right now. So we see the seats have been sold out with the five hours of general admission sales. They expect over 20,000 fans to attend, according to the Detroit News. The official number of tickets has been sold yet uh, has not been released. But again, all tickets have not been sold. The place is not completely full because the Upper Bowl they haven't sold a ticket uh, as of yet. And I think that was uh, a reason that right now you got to wait and see what's going to happen. Okay, on radio, on television, or maybe call the Lions ticket office and see if they're going to open that upper bowl up and make tickets available. So if you want to go down there and cheer with the rest of the fans and have popcorn, peanuts, and candy-coated snacks, you can do so. Other than that, be home, your local bar, and, of course, drive carefully and stay safe, of course. That's what I say every, every time. Stay safe. The Milwaukee Bucks have fired Adrian Griffin as a coach on Tuesday, just after 43 games, despite having one of the league's top best records midway through the first season. He said this was a difficult decision to make. That's what the management said of the Milwaukee Bucks. General Manager John Hoyce said in a statement uh, announcing the move, we're working immediately toward hiring the next coach, and it didn't take long to do that. We thank Griffin for his hard work and contribution to the team. Uh, Joe Pudi has been uh, uh, been uh, named as the assistant coach uh, for the uh, Griffin staff, and he'll serve as the interim head coach, which uh, that's already gone and forgotten about there. And however, it didn't last but a day because the Bucks hired Doc Rivers, head coach, as a head coach with some hope that he can lead the team toward a championship. Now, for what I understanding is, is that offensively the Milwaukee Bucks is sound. However, I think the coach in himself was not very happy, not very happy at all with the defense that the Milwaukee Bucks team was putting out. And I think he knows, and we all know, that you can't win the game. You can put out many points as you want and try to outscore everybody. But when the playoffs come around, it's a different kind of game, and you got to play some defense. Coach wasn't happy with it. The players weren't happy with the coach. They went and told management, this guy is crazy. We've beaten everybody up. We're the best team in town. So what? And uh, management went along with it. Uh, Doc Rivers seemed to have a hold on maybe getting to maybe veteran players, which Milwaukee has plenty of, and getting them to play much better defense, thus giving them the opportunity, giving them the opportunity to be a lot more contingent team toward the playoffs. I mean, the season means a lot, but again, when you get to the playoffs, it's a different brand of game there, and that means you got to play defense in order to win. So I guess that's why they got rid of them, because the players didn't like them. The University of Detroit men's basketball team will hit the um, the air for the longest conference road trip of the season. The Titans will visit Milwaukee on Thursday. The games is set for eight o'clock at the UWM Panther Arena. That'll be broadcasted on ESPN Plus and watched on ESPN app. Fans can also listen to the home audio radio feed on the net uh, of the game with uh, Jeremy Otto on. 
WLQV 92.7 FM and 1500 AM Faith Talk Radio. Oh, Faith Talk Detroit, as they call it here. So, University of Michigan right now and Michigan State, still doing the Big Ten thing here. Don't have no scores on that. By the way, while we're talking about basketball, while we're talking about basketball, let me check some things right quick here. S with 32 seconds to go in the game. The Detroit Pistons are leading 110 to 106. We'll check and see if that is final when it becomes so. 32 seconds to go and some change. That'll be something good there. Speaking of yesterday, Tuesday. Yesterday was a day that the children of Detroit is getting a kind of facility that suburbs kids have been getting for a very long time. Uh, Mike Duggan said that during his Monday groundbreaking of a $14 million Chandler Park Fieldhouse. It's a sports dome funded by President Joe Biden's American Rescue Plan Act. It's the first of its kind for Detroit. It'll be located in Chandler Park on the city's east side. I've watched over the years multi-sports domes open up in western Wayne County. Yes, it has. And other parts of Oakland and Macomb. And I thought, when are the children of Detroit is going to get this kind of facility? Well, they're going to get it one here. It's a 130,000-square-foot facility that's going to feature a multi-use court for basketball, volleyball, and pickleball. Pickle, pickle, pepper ball. And football field and a track will also be available for various other sports. So you can actually put a football field in there, an artificial turf, and some teams will be able to play football games under a dome. And that'll be Detroit Public School System as well. Uh, the Chandler Park Fieldhouse will also boast a multi-purpose rooms, shower rooms, inclusive bathrooms, and more for the community at large and then some here. It's a long time coming they do have a dome for riding bicycles over there by I-75 and Mac, a velodrome, as I call them there. But they never had something for the kids. Kemney Center has gotten some um, huge, huge um, upgrades at that community center there. Although there is no dome and um, no lights for nighttime baseball. So Detroit's a lot behind in a lot of things here. But again, you know, you're the citizens of Detroit. You got to be proactive in getting what needs to be done. And I say proactive, I really mean it. 27 seconds. Detroit's leading 111 to 106 in the fourth quarter of that game. I'm just, I'm just saying, just telling you here. Okay, why WWE SmackDown won't move the Fox to USA till later this year. Changes are already coming on uh, about on their weekly shows. As first reported by ESE Scope, uh, Aaron Variable, Kevin Patrick, the one of the uh, the head announcers on SmackDown, affected immediately will no longer be on that show. 
Uh, the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, Dave Messner, confirmed the change on Tuesday's episode of Wrestling Observer Radio. The Patrick's real name, of course, is Kevin Egan. He joined the WWE as a backstage interviewer in 2021. He's from Dublin, Ireland, a native that led play-by-play broadcasters of WWE Raw along commentator Corey Graves in October 22 before the dude was moved over to the Monday Night SmackDown last August there. Of course, there were changes that were made in between that, putting Michael Cole back there. I guess they were saying uh, this guy wasn't attractive enough for for the, the fans of Fox, which, again, the Fox deal with the WWE is a complex deal that I can't understand myself. But Fox has done put a lot of money into getting, making the WWE a, head, uh, a very competent type of deal for TV, which I think the WWE is uh, kind of pushed back on. Then the AEW came about and ran circles over the WWE. And again, a lot of WWE performers have moved over to AEW, which makes it also attractive too, because they're finding new battles and everything else. And I must say personally, WWE uh, content and how they do things is a lot better family-wise. I mean, watching the family motive or suggestion of watching wrestling better than the WWE because WWE seems like all they know is violence versus uh, AEW, you find a lot of the wrestlers after they have a hard, hearty match, and I'm not saying they don't kick and beat one another, end up shaking each other's hands and showing good game. And that's more suited toward our children versus the WWE that come out there and run out there in front of a crowd, which you could never do as a human being because every police in, the, in, in town would be on you tackle you and put you under the jail now in the jail under the jail let me move on i'm getting too personal there uh the w wwe let me jump in here oh with eight seconds left to go i think the pistons are gonna finally win a game with 0.8 seconds left the pistons are winning 112 to 106 God bless America. The Pistons have won a game here. Oh, and, uh, everybody's going to go buck wild here. The <laughs> Pistons won 112 to 106. The 2024 Baseball Hall of Fame uh, promised to have plenty of drama and did not disappoint. Adrian Beltre, Todd Helton, and Joe Marler will head to Cooperstown. Uh, parade there. Bell and Mara were in their first year of balancing health and was in the sixth. There you will join Jim Leland, who was elected by the Contemporary Baseball Era Non-Players Committee in December to go to the Hall of Fame. In 2024 class, Beltray was a no-dollar, got 95% of the votes. Uh, he was one of 12 players with at least 3,000 hits, 400 home runs, and complimented himself with great defense, winning five gold gloves at third base. Beltre played for the Dodgers, the Mariners, the Red Sox, and the Rangers. Of course, 
Marler was a great catcher for the Minnesota Twins until they moved him back to moved him to first base, and he's still a great doggone player there for Minnesota. Um, I still can't understand why we don't have Bill Freehand in the Hall of Fame. He was a hell of a catcher. I still can't understand why Mickey Lola just not in there. Lou Whitaker and a whole lot of other players that need to be put in there. And again, I'm you know I'm not well maybe I am complaining more maybe more vigorously that I don't too much respect sometimes some of these Hall of Fame elections there because they don't cover the, the gambit of players that should be in there versus players that they think no doubt it's commercialized there. I got nothing against Beltrade or uh, the players that put in there. Oh, Jim Leland. But when you don't have Freehand in there, Mickey Lolich in there, when you don't have Lou Whitaker in there, there's something radically wrong. Big time. God bless doggone Mr. Mike Illich when he brought Willie Horton back to the Detroit Tigers after the organization messed him around. We need more Mike Illiches in the world. I do believe that. Number one, uh, Novak Dokovic will play number four, Yannick Skinner in the semifinals. Uh, number three, Dana Medudik or Medudik of Russia will be playing Alvarez. Uh, well, he won't be playing Alvarez because he 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 bailed out, so he'll be playing Zverev. <clears throat> That's for the men's semifinal. Women's semifinals, uh, Sabrina, uh, Sabrina, uh, Sabalikic will be playing, uh, Coco Goff, ranked number four, and Quinzhan Zhang of China. Your shrimp key of, um, Ukraine will be, uh, battling it out for the women there. Uh, matter of fact, golf matches at 3 o'clock in the morning, Eastern Standard Time, if you want to see her match. If you're up, if you're ready to go. Oh, boy. Do I got anything else to talk about here? No, I don't. I really don't. Uh, we ran through the highlights there. Uh, the Buffs firing their coach. Doc Rivers has been replaced. Uh, the big bulletin news is that Jim Harbaugh is no longer a coach of the University of Michigan. He is now the coach of the San Diego Chargers, or now speak of them as the Los Angeles Chargers, in a brand new building and new money. Five years worth. And the Pistons win tonight. So raise your flag and raise your glasses to the Pistons. Butch on Sports is a presentation of Oma Darling Production. Check out Butch on Sports on Facebook. Always on Facebook, boys and girls. And if you don't want to do that, yes, you can. Go to my homepage at podomatic.com. Just type in. Just type in on the on the top. S-I-M-P-L-Y-B-U-T-C-H-T-O-O.podomatic.com. And smack you right to the homepage there. Again, have a very good long weekend. Stay safe, boys and girls. We will definitely talk about some high school uh, basketball and some other sports going on. 
this upcoming Sunday. We will be on late, by the way. It might be a Sunday-Monday routine again. And football is going to be pretty late indeed there. But you hold on to it, boys and girls. We'll get the show done on Sunday-Monday morning. Again, have a great weekend and uh, stay safe, everybody. And go Lions!